Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome back to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. This is Kelly Dean, and I am interviewing one of our clients, Josie. And she is uh, she has a really interesting story, a story about learning about diastasis, a story about her birth, and doing some training with us as well. So welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here. Yeah, you just reached out to us and said, hey, I have a story to share. And I love that because you know, so many of our clients do our programs online. You're in Virginia and we're on the West Coast. So like, I've never worked with you in person. However, we've talked over the internet several times. And, um, but I, I don't get to hear everybody's story. So when you guys reach out to me and say, hey, I have um, a, a journey to share with people. I love that. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us some background. Sure. So I have three kids and um, during the birth of my third baby, which all three were C-sections, but I really didn't have uh, any problems as far as I know (laughs) um, after the birth of my first two. Um, But during the birth of my third, uh, my OB basically made a lot of mistakes (laughs) in the C-section. So I ended up with a hip to hip incision um, really for no reason because the baby was six pounds. Uh, And and we only found out a lot of this later on when we uh, actually got some tests done and really had to figure out why, because I basically couldn't walk for about a year. Oh, God. Um, I was good. You know, finally, when we got the CT scans done and revealed, okay, so it was a hip to hip incision. I had double hernias. Um, I had abdominal separation of, uh, almost, um, I think it was like six, seven fingers wide, uh, which was a diastasis. Um, and I had like organs just all like in the wrong places. (laughs) And you had a newborn. I had a newborn and and two other kids. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, so we couldn't really figure out what was going on until we got some CT scans done. Um, And even then, we went to uh, multiple surgeons who also couldn't really uh, get the full picture because, you know, each surgeon kind of focuses on what they're uh, trained to focus on. And none of no one could tell me why I was in so much pain. Um, So but they all gave me about six weeks. They're like, well, since your organs are all the wrong places and you have two hernias, you have all this stuff going on. um, And you have a massive amount of scar tissue because of the the long incision. What kind Um, of pain were you having? Was it abdominal pain? Was it back pain? Was it pelvic pain? I I could not move for, you know, uh, for several months, probably around six months or so. Cause you know, my entire area uh, abdominal area was pretty much like decimated <laughs> um so i couldn't like if i just moved my head it would uh, affect my core so oh, it's pretty much wow. bedridden um and couldn't you know uh, couldn't really get in the car um i mean i could but it, it would take me like two hours and so it would be really painful um did so i at home with the kids did you have help did you have to get help at home with the kids um, yeah, we, we went through uh, different babysitters and nannies because this baby, I mean, she she was very particular and she was <laughs> really good in like reading people's energy, even from when she was a baby. So <laughs> um, so she wouldn't go to any babysitters. Uh, I, I now she's now three and a half. So this is this has been like a three and a half year journey. And um, yeah, so we went through, I think, seven babysitters in seven months until we finally got our old nanny back from my my first two kids and she she like immediately just was drawn to her I'm like okay maybe that explains yeah I'm just trying to think about like how stressful it is just to have your third baby by itself and and then if you were also going through this kind of pain and and just like the kind of looking for answers right that was happening all of that's happening 
together. And I can just imagine like I, you, I'm watching you cause we we're doing this over video chat. So I'm watching you and you have a smile on your face and I'm like, I don't feel like you would be happy at this time. But like <laughs> I'm telling you, you're kind of past it now, but, but it sounds pretty traumatic. Yeah, it was, def- I mean, not just from a physical standpoint, but, you know, like you said, from a mental, emotional, it's like you you feel like, okay, well, when I get the answers as to why this happened, I'll feel so much better because there, there has to be a logical reason for this. Um, but our OB was actually, she went missing for about five months, um, or at least the, she wouldn't take her appointments for five months. I don't know if she was missing. But um, yeah, so finally, the, the fifth month, we finally got an appointment with her and her reasons were like, it was like, oh, the table must have been tilted. Maybe the scalpel ran off. <laughs> yeah, it was just bizarre. And we're like, okay, that doesn't really make me feel any better. <laughs> no, no, no. We're feeling worse now. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, so since the surgeons also, the other surgeons, you know, um, didn't want to say anything about, well, I think she just made a lot of mistakes. They were just kind of like, well, um, all we can say was you wouldn't have been in the situation if if it weren't for the C-section. So it's almost kind of like, yeah, like okay. Um, and they, they all gave me six weeks to live. They're like, okay, if you don't do something, um, one or more surgeries within the next six weeks, uh, you know, because you're basically, we wouldn't know what's going to happen. It could be a life-threatening situation because all your organs are just like, you know, sticking out. <laughs> and it wasn't even a proper hernia. Um, it was uh, because she didn't patch up all the layers of my abdominal muscles uh, together. Um, there were like gaps between the layers. So right. the organs were like kind internal of internal hernias. It oh was a, it was an incisional and a, um, uh, a navel, um, the belly button hernia. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So in the incisional hernia, they said, well, she didn't patch up all the layers properly. So then some of the organs were sticking out of those layers, um, you know, causing immense pain. But then they're like, it's not a true hernia where there's usually just like a, a, a hole. And then there's like some one organ kind of sticking through that hole, like protruding out. Um, so they're but like, oh, yeah. Did you have to have a, like a reconstructive surgery? Well, that's what they, I mean, they were like, well, let's start with fixing the hernias, patching the layers properly and removing some of the scar tissue and this and that. But then we wouldn't really know why you're having all this other pain. Um, so, but I, I, I actually didn't get the surgeries because I think when once a third or fourth uh, surgeon told me that, I'm like, okay, I, uh, I'm, there, there has to be another way and there has to be another approach. Um, so I actually told them like, okay, I will take that six weeks and let me see what I can do to heal myself um, within that six weeks uh, without invasive procedures. And I actually started looking to holistic um, wellness uh, therapies and modalities out there. So I actually started with Reiki and energy healing, uh, as well as Chinese traditional medicine at first. Um, and that really, that all my organs moved back in the right places. My, because my, my do almost a form of, uh, visceral manipulation uh, is what we kind of call it in the physical therapy world where, you know, there's, a, there's, um, just some gentle kind of, uh, energy work that they do on the abdominal wall that can actually help shift organs back into place. Um, and that it's amazing how much that can help. So, yeah. So this was, um, so I actually did that as well, but the energy healing doesn't involve any sort of like movement of the body. So it's basically just energy healing, um, which you can actually do from a distance too. So you don't actually have to have the person there. Um, yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, within six weeks, I actually got myself out of the life-threatening mode because my, my hernia was 25 centimeters long. Um, but just by doing these two... Uh, the energy healing and the Chinese traditional medicine I was able to get it to five centimeters. Wow. Um, and all the organs moved back into the right places. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like, okay. So I actually thought it was a, a placebo effect of like, okay, I'm starting to feel better. Uh, but maybe it's just like my, I'm just changing my mindset uh, and numbing the pain. But I got another CT scan done and yep, it basically showed, oh yeah, your your hernia went from 25 centimeters wide to five centimeters wide. 
And then all of your organs that were like in all these weird places kind of move back into the right place. I'm like, okay, so it's not a placebo effect. That worked. Um, but uh, I know you're waiting for me to get to the tummy team part. <laughs> Fascinating story. So within the six weeks, I was able to get through the life-threatening part. Now, it really did take me another two and a half years to start figuring out, oh, well, how do I get rid of the other pain? Because um, the diastasis was still there. No one really gave me some, I couldn't find good answers to, uh, well, I actually tried a variety of different programs. Like I tried Mutu, I tried t- the top Tupler, um, I tried yoga, um, you know, uh, uh, Bowen therapy, um, craniosacral therapy, like a whole bunch of uh, um, other holistic wellness. Right. You, were really looking, you were searching for the right fit for you to to see if like fixing the diastasis would help with the rest of the pain that you were still yeah. having. Yeah. Right. Right. And um, yeah. I think all of these other, yeah. And I think all of these other therapies really helped me just to kind of start just stabilizing and being mobile again and um, reducing some of the pain, but I, I still had that diastasis um, and I could, and I still had pain. Um, so I actually went to a chiropractor who does laser, like cold laser um, therapy and because I had so much, uh, a massive amount of scar tissue yeah. um, and incisional, like where, wherever the incision was, there was a lot of pain there. So some of the, man- the visceral manipulation um, was done like an in actual incision area to help reduce some of the, the um, symptomatic. Uh, right. Because what you can do is it, it can keep. Um, the muscles from moving freely. So they're just stuck. They're stuck in places. And if the muscles can't move freely, especially in your abdominal wall, um, then they can't, they're not dynamic enough to support normal movement. And so your body starts to compensate. And a, a lot of the pain that people are feeling relate that they don't even know are related to diastasis or in your case, scar tissue. Um, the scar tissue also can keep the diastasis from closing because it doesn't allow the mu- muscles to move very well. Right. And right. so if your body isn't constantly compensating, which means using muscles that aren't meant to do a job to do the job all the time, those muscles start to scream and wail and, and fail you. And that's where pain comes. And exactly. And that's what was happening. So it took me about a year because I was, I was starting to feel better and, and be more mobile and active. But then it's, it's almost like I would take two steps forward and five steps back, two steps forward, because I would, I would uh, get all of this back pain and hip pain and, you know, um, leg pain. And I was trying to be like, like, why is this, why does this keep happening? Cause I thought, you know, I'm, I'm mostly okay now. Um, and it's only after like the, that thing, the end of that uh, second year that finally my chiropractor was like, okay, I don't know what you're doing. Um, but uh, you know, but why, I don't know why you keep taking like, you know, going forward, going backward, going forward, going backward. I'm like, yes. He's like, maybe you should get considered getting some type of surgery. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I come hey. so far. Yes, <laughs> and really, the tummy team was the last thing I found. I'm like, okay, give me like another couple weeks. Like, I will do this. I came all this way not to get more surgery. Um, and I think I was just, I just kept constantly doing some research. Like, what else is out there? What else is out there? There has to be something. And I think I came across your website somehow. Um. And it's, it just seemed like it's like, oh, eight week program. So in my mind, it's like, oh, like eight weeks. Uh, OK, but I'm like, well, it's eight weeks or surgery, which um, who knows what's going to happen there? Because look what happened with my C-section. <laughs> I, I, I would be really scared of another surgery. And yeah, and, and I kind of saw all the how all the surgeons handled that. They're like, well, we don't know what's happening. We don't, you know, so uh, and all this is very holistic on the surgical side. Surgeons are really good at what they do, but they're not very holistic by nature. I mean, occasionally you'll find one that kind of puts a lot of other pieces together, but for the most part, they're used to their people being asleep on the table and they're working with the you know structures. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and every, I did consult with a couple even at that point. They're like, yeah, we'll just do like a tummy talk. And da, da, da. I'm like, Ugh. like, what is a tummy talk? Like, oh, you know, hip to hip. And so like, I get another hip to hip. <laughs> and then patching all the muscles together. I was like, no, no, that doesn't sound very appetizing to me. And I didn't come this far to do all that. Well, um, it also seems like, you know, this because of your experience, surgery is a trauma. Like, you know, like if you are realizing that there's, and maybe, at this point you hadn't realized that there's a weakness component but I think that what people don't understand is that diastasis is not simply just the muscles aren't in the right place and we need to push them back together it's that the muscle that pulls it back together is not strong enough to pull it back together and all these other muscles are doing the wrong job so it's a muscle imbalance and a muscle weakness issue and Surgery doesn't solve either of those problems. Surgery does right. not make muscles stronger and it does not balance out muscles. You know, exactly. it, it sews pieces together and there is a, a role for surgery, but not necessarily in a diastasis repair most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I, so I was looking for other ways. I tried different things and, you know, things were getting a little bit better, but I still, you know, felt like, okay, there's something that's happening. I don't know what I'm doing wrong that, uh, that I would take, I would feel better one day, but then the next day, uh, you know, I would have all this pain. Um, so I found your program, like, okay, well, it's eight weeks. Well, you know, let me just give it a shot. And I told my chiropractor that as well. And he was like, he just became like a family friend too. Right. He was really with me like every step out of the way um and did you were you a little you were skeptical I can tell you were skeptical a little bit because you've tried so many things but also maybe a little bit desperate you know yes yeah did it bother you you that it was an online program or you had already done some online programs so you were like okay that doesn't bother me um, I actually preferred it because I, you know, I did have a full-time job that I was trying to do from, from home. Um, luckily I, I, my, my boss allowed that. Um, and plus I had the three kids. So I'm like, well, if this, if this was something I actually had to go to every week. It would actually, I don't know if I could actually do that. So I'd sit in the car, which, you know, was still kind of not the greatest feeling, um, uh, even after the. Yeah, it was good. It was good that it was online. Okay. It was great. It was definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I would, I was still going to the chiropractor. So he, he mostly used the cold, cold laser. Um, and so I, cause I, I wasn't even like, my body was so weak. I couldn't even handle any manipulation. So he didn't even bother doing those. Um, so I, I found the tummy team like, okay, well, let's, I mean, it's eight weeks, you know, hopefully I'll start noticing something, um, before that so we don't have to wait till the end of the eight weeks to realize right. like oh that that worked or that didn't work uh, but yeah within the first two weeks um uh so i actually got i taught him how to check for uh diastasis I was, <laughs> I was, so it's like you know doctor helping the patient but the patient's actually teaching the doctor so he you know very unique um doctor yeah. in that perspective and willing to learn from their own patients um so i, I learned from your program, like how to check for diastasis. And they, you know, I pretty much have like a full diastasis, like, uh, you know, above the belly button and yeah, all the way from the sternum kind of down to the pelvis. Okay. And do you know how far, how wide your diastasis was when you started? Like six, seven fingers. Okay. Significant. Yeah. 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 I can only imagine why you were feeling so miserable. Also, you had that for two years. So two years, your body was compensating with a big gap in the middle of your core. And yeah. I, I, I see yeah. where this is going. And so you start the program and the program starts fairly basic, right? Mostly Sitting, yeah, yeah. Sitting, uh, and then the breathing techniques, um, which the, the one thing I mean, I, I so I'm an engineer and I do cybersecurity for a living um, at that point in time. And I still do. But uh, one thing that really captured my interest in the program was when you explain the scientific reason why you should do certain exercises or why you should not do certain exercises. Yeah. Um, and from a biological point of view. So I always needed to I was always about like the why and things. Yes, um, I did a lot of the why all the way along. You know, I don't want people blindly following along. I want you to be knowledgeable, informed, confident, and and really understand why you're doing what you're doing. I think people are have a much longer 
uh, long-term engagement in it. This isn't just like, it isn't an eight-week program, right? It's eight weeks to start you on a whole new journey for the rest of your life, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, it was just an eye-opener because even within that first week, I mean, it's a lot of videos uh, <laughs> in the first, the first week. two weeks are a lot of initial education, background education about anatomy and physiology. And so it, it sometimes they're like, everybody's like, oh, but it's not every week, that many videos, but but yes, it's a lot. It's a lot to learn. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was enjoyable. It's not like you're just. It's not like a bio, biology class where you're just like, okay, it's a part of the body. You're like, okay, I'm just going to memorize this. It's like it, it was uh, educational and and informational as well. Um, and I think so people, when people are at the stage that you were at, well, lots of different reasons, but this where you have had to learn so much about your body, right? You couldn't just trust the professionals and the, and the doctors and the, and the medical professionals to, to tell you um, what to do. You, you've been on a journey to really self-assess and be aware of what's going on. So I feel like people are um, often really grateful for that down to earth education. I try not to talk over anybody's head. I try to be, uh, you know, accurate, but also, you know, digestible information that will make sense to people. Um, but I think that that feels so, so empowering. And, and it kind of starts you with some hope, like, oh, I can see why this is happening. And, and in the beginning, yeah. when you were on such a quest to understand why, why, you know, and you, your initial quest was, why was the surgery done this way, right? But right. after a few years, it's more like, why isn't my body healing? you know, what, what's the missing piece? Yeah. Yeah. And when, and the, so as I was going through the program, like even within the first two weeks, so, and then my, uh, you also talk about the connective tissue and, you know, <laughs> I think um, when my chiropractor was testing that it was like, uh, he was able to go like all the way down and all, and basically felt my heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Your abdominal aorta. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, I think it's pretty bad. I'm like, yeah, she said you should you should you should be able to bounce back. He's like, uh, what what is supposed to bounce back? I don't even feel. I, I, I'm like, yeah, okay, uh, all right. You know, that's information. That's where we're starting from. You know, yeah, starting point. And, and sometimes those initial assessments can be daunting because you realize how severe things are, and you've kind of just glossed over it. A lot of people are like, I don't even want to check my tummy. I don't even want to know. And and I understand that. I get that. But if you don't know your starting point. Um, and, and sometimes I just say, okay, feel it, try not to obsess about it. If you need to grieve about it, you know, it's just like, try to be as objective as possible. This is what it is. You know, I can sugarcoat it, minimize it, lie to myself, or I can just say, this is what it is. And then my favorite thing to say to myself and other people's, this is where it is right now. Not this is where it's going to be forever. This is where it is right now. And that's my starting point. Right now doesn't mean this is my the rest of my life, you know. So exactly, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, so for me it was like I didn't even know because um, I've never checked the diastasis before. Um, right. So I didn't know. Okay, okay. So six own fingers, and then pretty deep. Um, okay, let's see what we can do in the eight weeks. Uh, but I'll tell you, like within the first two weeks. Um, both him and I, because uh, I would test at home, and but then I would go to him like as a validation, like did, did I check properly? He started noticing like a meter. It's like, oh yeah, like even before you, you kind of you know you lift your head up, he's like, oh yeah, I could already tell it. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. Yeah. Um, so I think by the fourth week, I think it almost it was kind of like at the two finger mark. So wow. like, oh my gosh, it's only four weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the and, and what about how did you? start feeling in some of those other pain symptoms? Did you start noticing those things um, pretty early on? Or did that, like, we 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 kind of do things in stages, right? We kind of work on alignment, work on connection, start building up some muscles, and then we start releasing some of the compensation patterns. But I always try to share with my clients that those muscles, those tight muscles, those muscles, the low back that's hurting you, the hips that are hurting you, those muscles are doing a job. They think they're helping you. So you can't just like rip them away because there's still a job to be done to stabilize you. So we have to build up your core as we start to release some of those. And it's this balancing act of 
you know, strengthening release, strengthening release, and kind of getting into that balance where the core can take on more of the job. And then now those uh, compensation muscles can start to let go. So sometimes people notice a difference right away in their pain because they, they are not pushing on those muscles, but then we start releasing the compensations and it's more significant. I'm curious what you felt in, in your journey. Yeah. Um, so I was, before I'd started this, I was getting a lot of the, the lower back pain, um, and hip pain. Um, and, and one of the reasons was because I think when I, when I did like, I, I do, I was a dancer, um, still a dancer. So whenever I try to dance, um, and I would like bang or jump, then my leg would kind of push up into my, my hip, uh, which then kind of, uh, you know, messed up like my whole core too. And of course, I didn't know how to use my core properly as well. So that wasn't helping. Right. Um, so and then no stability there for that kind of extreme movements. Yes. Yeah. And even the yoga, which I thought was actually helping, wasn't really helping because it was a lot of, you know, downward dogs and uh, even like the, the all fours or everything with where there's a downward movement, which, you know, if you, you go to a yoga person, yeah, they're like a severe diagnosis, it. It's put it, that gravity is just putting so much pressure of your organs on that weak connective tissue. Yoga right. can be really great, but I, I think a lot of times, and, and I, I say that most exercise can be done in a way that's really good for your body. But usually, when you have a muscle imbalance, if you don't take care of that first, you, you know, you're just treading water. It's hard, you're not getting anywhere. So exactly, yeah, and I think so. So. Um... So over the course of the eight weeks, what I was, so definitely knowing what to do, but it was also knowing what not to do is really, it was like an eye opener for me. It's like, oh, getting off the bed, oh, going to the bathroom or, you know, just walking, sitting, standing, exercising. I'm like, oh, that's why I kept taking 10 steps back because one, I wasn't using the core properly, but two, I kept doing all of these things that that was making it worse. Right. So so even if my body was like attempting to get better, then you do all these things to like make it worse again. And then not really knowing what it is that you're doing to make it worse. Exactly. And and that's why we say in the beginning of the program that the awareness is like 50% of the solution. Because if you don't know what's making it better or what's making it worse, you just keep doing things over and over again, you know, and I always tell people the analogy, and I'm not sure if this is in the course, but I say it in the clinic a lot. But the analogy is, like, if you had a flood in your basement, if you have a flood in your basement, and you go down there with buckets and towels and buckets and towels, you get your whole neighborhood involved helping you get the flood out of the basement, but nobody finds the leak and nobody turns off the water, you're going to be doing that all day long, right? But if you find the leak, and turn off the water. And and then maybe you have to leave and go to work for eight hours, you come back, you know, half that water is kind of absorbed and evaporated, you're already halfway there. And now the buckets and towels make sense, you get all that out of there, because you're not, you know, you're not fighting against something that's, that's pouring into that basement. So I, I try to give people the reality. It's not about fear. It's not about being afraid to move and don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. It's about understanding what's going to help and what's not helping. And some of the things that are not helping early on are actually things you're going to be able to do later. Once once those muscles are strong, the connective tissue is healed, and you've got that balance. But in the rehab process, you're not doing yourself any favors. And a lot of people don't like limitations. People don't want to hear I don't want you to run right now. I, I need you to stop doing sit-ups and crunches. I need you to stop. And, and people don't like to be told what they can't do, but it's, it's not helping. You're not getting better and we need to help you get better. And then we need to figure out what strength and what activities are going to reinforce that, that core so that you right. can do all the things you love to do. And it's more about, you mentioned this a little bit. It's more about how you move throughout the day than it is about any of the exercises. Do you, did you start to kind of see that? Yeah, and that's what I was. I was thrilled because uh, at some point in the program, I, I did start driving more, going going back to work physically, and I'm like, oh, I could do this exercise while I'm driving. Oh, I could do this exercise as I'm walking or as I'm talking, and or as I'm sitting and work. So it wasn't like one more thing I had to do in my already busy day. It's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to factor these in, and I think you. 
you teach a lot of that, like how to factor these into things that you're already doing in the day. So you don't have to spend, you know, an hour extra doing this like exercise. Right. In the beginning, yeah. sometimes it's hard to multitask like that. You kind of have to slow down and really get the connection. But once you've got that connection, your core is designed for all day support. And so the more we remind it to do that, the more it actually will do that. And our body being a use it or lose it system, it gets stronger the more we use it. And yeah, that's and yeah. you had mentioned grief before, and there, you know, when you teach about grief, that really was um, an eye opener for me because I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have. I mean, yeah, this this kind of unfortunate situation happened, but then yeah, I think I'm okay. But like, I'll just do it because it's part of the program. But oh my gosh, like, yeah, once I did that module, it like released so much weight I think on me because I was you know and I just immediately felt like lighter and and better and I think it actually worked faster to get the the core back um or the uh the muscles back in in place I was like oh that I didn't even know was storing grief there and it might not have been grief from, right yeah and I think it might not have been grief from this situation even though this was kind of <laughs> dramatic but um you know, maybe just all like I think all past trauma starting, you know, coming in like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm still kind of I still haven't processed that situation in this situation or that person, you know, or this event. And like and then it's, it's just so I think that I, I still remember that day because when I was doing it I was on the floor. One of my my oldest daughter walked in and I just started bawling and crying. And she's like, uh, is this part of the exercise? I'm like. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, it's interesting how many um, people uh, mention the grief component, uh, the grief routine and the grief component, um, and how many of them who, like, when, when you're telling me your story, to me, I'm like, oh, there's clearly some trauma here. There's clearly some, there's an emotional com- component to this physical pain because you were robbed from two years of your life you really were and 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 two years of your baby's life you know where you can be really present um but because because you're resilient and because you're just doing the next thing you can do you didn't really slow down enough to really experience that and and the reality is when it's the hardest thing for me to convince people to do to slow down and take time and to really feel what's going on, but it is the most significant thing that helps in their healing process. You know, and you, it's sometimes that last piece, like, oh, now I can really connect there. Like now I can let go of that component or I can bring healing into that space or I can love on this part of my body. It's really different for each person. So it's hard to really describe, but um, it is, it is pretty um, powerful. And it's taught me so much as a physical therapist, because we don't learn that in physical therapy school. You know, this has just been my journey with my clients um, kind of, empathetically feeling their pain and knowing myself because I have a lot of stuff that caused trauma to my core, me processing through and just kind of going, I wonder if this would help with other people. And then recognizing that it does. And it's so affirming when client after client says, you know, that grief routine, I didn't think I should do it, but I just did it because I trust you at this point. I'm, you know, several weeks in and everything else you said worked. We might as well just do it too. I'm, I'm proud of you for doing it. And I, I think that um, the emotional thing scares people. They don't want to cry. They don't want to break down. We don't have time for that. Um, but I just, I just try to encourage people that um, it's short lived. Once you, once you process that, you can just, you just move on to the next step. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I only did it, I think once um, and everything came up, but even if I, I was, I was, I had that in mind, like in case I feel like, okay, there's still some, something there that feels stuck then maybe I'll do it again. Um, but now that I know how to do it, um, mm-hmm. you know, the times that if I feel like, oh, like, why is the situation happening? Like, what, what is there? Um, I actually just do it on my own, um, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I know, like, that's where you store suppressed emotions and traumas. So just, you know, just kind of just doing that abdominal massage every once in a while kind of just keeps you going. So it starts releasing all the, the traumas. Yeah, so it doesn't to that built up stage, right? Yeah. You kind of address things as they go. Or as they come up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, within the eight weeks, um, yeah, I was able to get it back to I think like about one and a quarter uh, fingers, which was awesome. <laughs> you know good enough for me. That's, um, that's, you know, yeah. one finger in sh- in shallow. Uh, you know, where you can feel, you get the little connective tissue that you can feel and it bounced back a little bit. I, I mean, for people that have had a child, that's within, that's what I consider normal. Some people close all the way, but one finger, but sometimes when I have clients that were severe, like six, seven, eight fingers, one and a half, you know, especially right around the belly button. Did you notice any different um, with that lower part because of the scar tissue? Did that take longer? Did that respond quickly? Did you have any issues there? Um, I think they all kind of went around the same um, time period. Um, yeah, for the for the most part. Um, the bottom part, I, I started as the scar tissue started releasing. Um, uh, it, it was because it used to be like super hard because because no one could figure out what that was. They actually thought something was in there, <laughs> but then thankfully the CT scan you know, didn't show anything. So then people were even more confused, like, well, we don't know what that is. Why is it so hard? Um, so we, we, you know, my chiropractor said, well, let's just start doing some laser work on it. And, and he was doing like some of the visceral manipulation too, um, yeah. and started like releasing the scar tissue. So then it started getting, you know, softer and softer and actually felt like a, a belly instead of a rock. <laughs> I, think that, I think that that was really smart of you to, kind of do your core rehab alongside of that cold laser and that, that manipulation. I mean, I, I think that those things work really well together. Yeah. Yeah. My first, my, the first person I actually went to in this whole process was actually a physical therapist who does um, pelvic pain. And um, she, she was trying to use the, the manipulation to start releasing the scar tissue. And it was just such a painful process because like, you know, it's like, finger by finger and like, you know, millimeter. And then it wasn't really helping a whole lot because I still had all this other stuff going on. Um, right. so that's when I started looking from like, okay, like, man, like how long is this going to take me like five years or, you know, it was also really painful. And then, um, and then she was only working in the incisions. Like, why am I having all this other pain? Like, and so, um, so I'm glad I didn't have to go back to that. I think with the cold laser, just Speeded things up. You needed, um, I think, probably something a little bit more holistic um, because you were in so much pain. So to go and put your body in another kind of pain cycle, yes, and you weren't seeing the benefits of it. And in that work was probably valuable, but maybe not at that time in your journey. Right, right, yeah. So at the so after the eight weeks, I think I really did feel like okay. So now I, uh, you know, I got everything back together. I think I feel stronger, more stabilized, and I also know what not to continue doing. <laughs> um, right. And everything just kind of became more, uh, a new norm. Uh, so then I I thought like okay, well you know what I can't just keep this all. Um, I know why this ha- all happened because it's you know I meant to maybe serve others so that you know others don't have to go through this, this the same kind of journey I did. Um, so one thing you know I, I, that's when I started to learn the tummy team program so I could um, help others with their core. But I also started learning the other some of the other modalities too, like the energy right. healing and. Right. I love that. Because this is not really like you said, you're you're trained as an engineer, but because of your journey and the dramatic change in your life, you've kind of spent some time training in a lot of different pieces, components that have helped you, including you did some of our professional training, right? Uh, right. right. So that you can help others. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So really, so mindset was a lot to do with this. So, um, so that's why I'm like, okay, so why don't I become, or why don't I actually go into holistic wellness? So it's from a mind, body, energy perspective. So this would help with the body and the energy part. But, and then I also learned energy healing and then a lot to do with like brain rewiring and mindset. So I'm like, Hey, you know, if I didn't really stick with this, I could have easily given up in the process because it wasn't like a quick, um, fix that most people are looking for. Like, oh, I'll just get the surgery and I'll be done. I'm like, eh, well, I don't think you'll be done. <laughs> and who knows how the surgery is going to go, it, it, you know. Um, and when but- you really understand the anatomy um, and, and the cause and effect of what's going on with the core, surgery doesn't make the same sense. You know, it it's uh, yeah. it's it's solving one problem 
kind of. It's like closing the gap and sewing it together. But what are you sewing together? Muscles? Like, and how is sewing a muscle actually going to make that muscle stronger? You know, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, really yeah. make sense. And um, so, and the reality is it's eight weeks. And like you said, most people start feeling better in the first week. They already, and maybe it's not significant, but it's enough to know, oh, this is what my body needed. And the fact that your body went from a six, seven finger diastasis down to like two-ish in four weeks, your body wanted to heal. It, it was ready to heal. It just needed the right information. You know, it just needed the right information um, to, and it needed you to know how to stop doing stuff that you thought was helping, but wasn't. And and it just paved the way for your body to just be really receptive. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I am really thankful for this program and, and also just the situation it was put in. Cause I think, you know, if I, if I wasn't put in that situation, I would have never known that there are all of these, you know, amazing and beautiful uh, modalities out there. (laughs) Yeah. It's really changed your life. I mean, I mean, it was a, sad start to this obviously I wish you wouldn't have had to go through but you've learned so much along the way and um and I love that you shared so many different pieces to the story you know like I don't ever want people to think that the tummy team is the whole answer to everything but it is an answer it's often the missing component that people are missing and um and it's because I really do look functionally how your body was designed and how we can balance things out to to live in its optimal you know alignment and 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 connection and kind of I try to be as holistic as possible within my scope of practice you know I'm not a nutritionist I'm not an energy worker you know like I know what I know um but also just trying to make it realistic for people. You know, you had three kids, you were working and you were probably, it sounds like you were going to a lot of medical appointments as well as just trying to, you know, survive. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily. Yeah. Um, so luckily by, I think between, at least I was able to get past that six week mark with the, the energy healing and the, um, Chinese traditional medicine so that so that I can be stable enough to at least walk and sit in the car. Um, I had right. my husband me to the appointments initially until I really started feeling, OK, I think I can drive now. And it's just, you know, giving yourself some grace as well and not like trying to push, you know, especially in the, Amer- um, the Western hemisphere. It's like everyone's like, OK, well, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? Are you, are you can you teach dance? Class? I'm like, can I, I can't walk right now. So teaching dance classes is probably like out of the question for now, you know, <laughs> but I, like I, I totally hear what you're saying. We just have a go, go, go power through power through. Uh, bounce back you can do it all kind of culture and um we're missing the mark you know I I think there's such beauty in um slowing down connecting to your body taking some deep breaths feeling and then listening that muscle is not happy what do I need to do to fix that (laughs) you know instead of I can ignore it until it doesn't let me walk you know, or my intestinal tract is not functioning well, what do I do to fix that, you know, or like really trying to giving yourself permission to listen and then respond. I feel like it's honoring to our body. This is the only body we get for our whole life. And how do we honor it? And how do we take care of it? And that's not really talked about in our culture. It feels kind of selfish or self-indulgent, you know, um, but it's not. I mean, this, this is the, this is the vehicle that gets, you know, my soul, my heart, my spirit around the world, you know, to interact with the people around me, then I need to take care of it, you know, or we won't be or near home, home, you know, bedridden and have to have a nanny take care of your kids. That's not the life you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, you said it exactly, just stepping back and then just allowing yourself to process um, feel, you know, because a lot of people tend to not want to feel, um, or they feel like I don't have time to feel. Um, and I think that that was a big, uh, eye opener for me too. Um, 
uh, with all of everything that I was doing, you know, just be just um, having my therapist and, and going through this program as well. It's like, okay, well, how do you feel about this? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I just, I just got to get this done so I can, you know, go do my stuff and then keep working. Oh, I got to like time myself because I had like a newborn. I was, I was nursing. <laughs> they're like, oh, well, she's going to be sleeping for this half an hour. And that half an hour, I got to do this, this, and they're like, just, like, just, just, just just like step back, like relax. You know, have you actually processed your feelings about this? I'm like, well, there's no point having feelings about this because I don't want to stay mad at the OB, you know, because I've had tons of be like, oh, are you going to, you know, file a suit? I'm like, nope, I just, I don't want to think negatively. And that's just going to add to the, it's not going to make me feel any better, <laughs> you know? Um, but then I think in, in essence, yes, I didn't want to go that route, but I also didn't allow myself to just process like, just feelings as to like, well, you know, I could have been back to normal and back at work and doing my own thing after like the, the normal eight weeks, but here I am, <laughs> you know, right. suffering for two years um, and just allowing myself to just feel that emotion and then just release it. Not that I had to stay there. You know, um, feeling it doesn't mean you're going to live in the feeling. It means you're right. going to acknowledge it, honor it, and then release it so you can move on to the next feeling right right yeah and I think that's that's one common um not mistake but con uh, misconception people have and including me they're like well I don't want I don't want to go there because it's not going to feel great <laughs> and then and then you know I don't want to keep keep thinking that way I'm like well you don't have to keep uh feeling that right right yeah I, I get it it's like it feels if you've been stuffing something down so much um, the fact of opening that door, it's almost kind of like, you don't want it to like explode out of you. And then now what am I going to do? Right. But, um, I, I feel like sometimes people don't want to slow down and, and feel, or really acknowledge what their body is saying them. Or like I said, they don't want to check their tummy. They don't really want to know, want to kind of keep their head in the sand. Um, I think, I think part of that seems to be is what am I going to do with that information? Like, how is it going to help me to know that if I don't have any solutions for it? You know, if I don't have any, like, why, why even bother if there's nothing I can do about it? So I think that that's where I try to come in um, and encourage them to, to acknowledge where they're at, because I'm going to tell them what that information means, what the body is actually saying, and how what step-by-step step, how they can address it. So they're not alone in it. It's not like this. I'm just going to open up this well of pain and weakness and where my body's failing me. And I'm now, now that I've acknowledged it, I'm just going to sit in it and be stuck. You know, that's not, that's not what we want for anybody. We ask you to go there. So we know your starting point. So we're honest with yourself. So we stop ignoring pain and we start honoring what our body is saying and then addressing it and giving it what it needs. And, and we have some tools that help people do that. So that's what we're trying, the message we're trying to get out. That's, you know, the main reason we do this podcast is to share stories like you at your story and, um, and to help people know they're not alone, that there is help out there. And um, that, you know, even if people just connect to a small portion of your story, it can be really empowering to recognize that you're not you're not the only one oh somebody had this journey and look at where she's at now and and it's not about comparing ourselves to other people's stories as much as it is connecting to the common humanity that we have you know we're all on this journey exactly and i think you know when when you seek the answers will come you know because you're ready to receive the answers so even if you feel like oh what am i going to do with all this information i feel really bad and oh yeah i still haven't processed my grief or, or frustration or anger but then i don't know how to release it like it's okay but the fact that you're seeking how to release it it'll come to you <laughs> you know something will come you know that's because i didn't find all of these remedies just on my own like i started really putting my, my mindset, I'm like, okay, I want to heal myself. So, uh, you know, and then as you started kind of putting those thoughts out there, you know, you start, uh, Google was my best friend. I'm like, okay, natural heal. And I didn't even know what was happening in the beginning, right? Because I didn't, I didn't have that CT scan. So I was like, you know, abdominal pain, you know, uh, can't walk or something. Like that. And then so, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, let's see what's out there. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't even know what to search for. It's like natural healing 
cures or something. Right. Uh, but then, you know, the very next day, a friend called me up and, you know, uh, conversations. And she's like, hey, yeah, like you shouldn't be in pain like five months after a C-section. Like, yeah, I know this is my third. So <laughs> I kind of know this is not yeah. normal. She's like, well, what do the doctors say? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Because, she, you know, doctors won't see me. And she's like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. It's bizarre. I, I don't really know what's happening. She's like, well, do you want to try this um, late worker in D.C.? And I was like, what's a late worker? And um for first, my, my first thought was like, what's well, DC? I live in Virginia. That's like a 45 minute drive. I can't sit in the car. I can't even get myself to a car. So probably, I don't know. It's, it sounds interesting. She's like, well, okay, well, if you can't do that, why don't you search for like Reiki or energy healing? I'm like, oh, okay. So I had no clue what that was. I just started searching and I found someone that would actually come to your house and do it, or they could actually do it remotely. So I'm right. like, okay, well, let's just give it a try. And then it started. That's how I started. So it's like, you know, as you search, you were searching, you were open, you were willing to look outside of the box, so to speak. And that sent you on a journey. And, you know, it is three and a half years later, but you're a totally different person now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think, you you know, it, it kind of raises your, your own, growth and your elevations so now you know so, something else that come, might come your way you're like oh well I handled that <laughs> right, handle right. This. <laughs> right right that's awesome well this has been really great thank you so much for sharing your story and um, I'm sure that it's going to really help people to kind of just know that you know to not give up and that even when you have a really severe diastasis um, and a lot of medical complications, a lot of other things going on that there are there are pieces of the puzzle and the tummy team was a piece of your puzzle. And I love that it was kind of came to you right at the right time in your healing journey to help you kind of get get to the next level. So you're feeling so much better. It's very yeah, fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It came at the perfect time. And, you know, I'm thrilled that it worked. And I and I took the professional training, too, which was really which was also like that part that was missing from all the other modalities. Right. Uh, yeah. And I'm excited to see what you're going to do with that in the future. Um, hopefully you'll, you'll be able to be a resource to people in your community. Um, you know, that, that don't have to Google random. Uh, why can't I walk in my stomach hurts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of get people into this information sooner. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yep. Okay, we're going to sign off. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow the Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.